Welcome to New York. This is, is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind podcast, podcast, brought to you brought by to you the Hockey, Hockey Podcast, podcast Network. Network. Now here's now your host, host, Neil Villapiano! Like the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, right now, New customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. And with the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs just about to begin, there are so many different money lines or puck lines and bets that you can make. One that I'm really banking on is for the Seattle Kraken to move on to the conference finals after the second round matchup against the Dallas Stars. They have a lot of momentum, and I think it really is a good bet to make for them to win the series. How many games they win in is up to you. But that's just an example of the many different types of bets you can make during these hockey playoffs. And if you want to get in on the action, here's what you do. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and sign up with promo code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas City, plus 21 in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast, right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio. The best place to get everything you need to know about your down to nothing in the series, New Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you listen to this podcast episode. I don't know if you are considering um, the last couple of days, but it is a gorgeous day uh, here in the Garden State, so... There's a little bit of positivity, but nonetheless, I do hope you really are having a fantastic day. Thank you, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. As always, you guys know that I really, really do appreciate it so much, and it means so much to me that you guys um, show this much uh, love and support. Really, really just want to take a moment to just say thank you to everybody. Uh, This podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored, as always, by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And as I've said before, with the Stanley Cup playoffs now into round two, 
with the NBA playoffs well into round two as well. Major League Baseball entering uh, the second month of the season. You have a couple of spring football leagues. You have the Kentucky Derby coming up very, very soon. And with all of that going on and more, you already know that DraftKings Sportsbook is your number one destination to get in on all of the huge cash prizes and make a pretty good amount of money. So if that sounds like something that you would be down to do and you want to get a little bit extra cash for yourself, go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now, sign up, use our promo code THPN. Again, promo code is THPN. And as always, tell them that your boy Neil Villapiano sent you. And once again, a big thank you and shout out to our sponsors at DraftKings Sportsbook for being the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network. And as always, guys, make sure you bet responsibly. And also a big shout out to our other sponsors at Raycon. And I've mentioned this before, and, you know, it's very tough nowadays to uh, obviously, you know, have a lot of money. And obviously, when you want to get some really, really good headphones, a lot of the time, uh, you're forced to pay a pretty penny, but not with Raycon. If you want the best quality earbuds, headphones, even speakers in many ways for half the price of the other major brands, you go to Raycon right now. You go to buyraycon.com slash THPN and you, my friend, can get 15% off your purchase. I think that's a pretty big win-win deal for all of you. So go to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 15% off your earbud headphone order. And so another shout out to Raycon for also being a sponsor of the Hockey Podcast Network as well as the Devil's State of Mind podcast. Yeah, so it feels like deja vu, doesn't it, Devils fans? It wasn't that long ago that we were down two games to none to the New York Rangers in the first round um, and going to Madison Square Garden for games three and four. Uh, Now, obviously, we know how that series ended up, and there's still a lot of this series left to play. The thing that obviously is of major concern is the fact that the Devils really in these two games don't seem to have a lot of life. I think you can make an argument in the first two games against the Rangers. There were plenty of moments where you felt like the Devils were coming on, but they just weren't getting enough puck luck. Uh, And they eventually found their game and got going. Um, In this series so far through two games, and granted they've both been in Carolina, the Devils have just gotten blasted in the face, Um, really. And I know I said that the Rangers punked the Devils through two games on in the first round. Um, in this series, I don't even think it's being punked. I think, quite frankly, the Hurricanes just want it more. The Devils look like that they sh- cannot seem to figure out the defensive formation that uh, the Hurricanes are putting out there. And also, the defensive core has looked brutal through two games. The goaltending, while I don't really put a whole lot of blame on Akira Schmidt, he still has given up a pretty good amount of goals. I mean, there's no, there's no denying it. I mean, when you look at, when you look at it as a total for Akira Schmidt, he's given up seven goals in two games, and we have been outscored eleven to two through those two games. Um, so the Devils now go home. This is different than the first round series. Uh, They're going home instead of going on the road after losing the first two games. Um, And look, any team can come back from down 2-0. The Devils just did it. 
Um, it just feels different though, because it feels like that the Hurricanes just don't have any flaws. And reminder that this is a Hurricanes team without Max Pacioretty, without Evgeny Svechnikov, or excuse me, Andrei Svechnikov, and no Tevo Teravainen. And yet the Devils are constantly, constantly getting outworked. They're getting out hustled. They're getting out physical. I mean, you saw it last night in, in the two big hits. Ryan Graves gets rocked by Jesper Faust, and we later found out that he sustained an injury, and he apparently will not be playing in game number three. Um, and then moments after that, Nico Heischer just gets bulldozed over by Jesperi Kotkaniemi, who had himself a hell of a game uh, with two goals. And the Devils just did not respond. There was no... There was no response. There was no nothing. And that's where I will be critical of this team and saying that I feel like sometimes they don't seem to have a backbone. They seem to be afraid to want to go out there and try to be physical. And I feel like the Devils, although you look at it and you say, yes, they do have a young team. Yes, they don't have a big body team. They don't have a big physical team. I get all of that. But the reality is, is that they still can go out there and be physical while also still generating good opportunities offensively. You're seeing it from Carolina. Carolina understands they don't have as much talent as they, much of their talent as they would like, but they're still playing together as a team. It feels like with the Devils, they've gone away from playing the team game. Just feels like individuals at times are trying to do too much. Jack Hughes is a good example. And speaking of Jack Hughes, I mean, look at, look at our top guys. We talked about it in our series preview, and we've talked about it a boatload of times, that the Devils' biggest concern is the fact that their top guys have not yet really taken over like they should. Uh, Jack Hughes, good amounts of times during that series against the Rangers, especially in the later ha- latter half of it, really, really stepped up. Uh, Nico Heischer had a boatload of assists, yet he doesn't have a goal. Jesper Bratt, handful of assists, he does have a goal, but it was an empty netter. Timo Meyer, who... You know, luckily did come back and played in game number two. Still doesn't have a point. We are now into, we have, the Devils have played nine games this postseason and Timo Meyer has yet to score a point. And I don't know if it's just the lack of uh, consistent lines, if it's just a lot of puck luck or whatever, but Timo Meyer just isn't stepping up. Uh, Andre Pilat, you know, you'll give him credit for the last two games of that series against the Rangers, but so far through these two games, not stepping up. The, pro- the Another big thing that's going to be glaring is that the Devils have scored two goals and both of them came from our fourth line. Nate Bastion had the only goal in game one and Miles Wood had the only goal in game two. Nate Bastion has the most points of anybody on the Devils in this series. He has a goal and an assist. He has been involved in every goal that we've had so far in this series. And so really, I went from having a huge amount of confidence, but I call it cautious confidence because I knew that Carolina could still be very dangerous and they've proved it through two games. And I do think it's fair that after two games that you can definitely make the Hurricanes as a Stanley Cup favorite because they just look like they have no weaknesses, and they play their style to a T. Their defensive game is phenomenal. The you know the the stretch passes the Devils just can't seem to defend. They've given up a bunch of odd man chances, and a lot of this, mind you, is happening five on five, which 
we saw in the Rangers series, the Devils, once they got the five on five, they took over. Um, in this series, power plays for either team has not really been a factor. It just hasn't. I think we've had maybe one power play goal or one or two so far in this series. Um, this is a different animal. This is a bigger, more physical, more team-oriented group that the Devils are facing than they did in the first round. Um, and that's kind of the thing that the Devils are learning. They're getting learning lessons from this. Uh, but obviously the Devils, you know, from a fan's perspective, you want to see this team compete. You want to see this team be in these games. Every loss up until this point now has continuously been a blowout, right? Like look at the three losses in the first round, 5-1, 5-1, 5-2, right? Look at these, look at the first two games this year. 5-1, 6-1. It's really, really a problem. And you know, you could throw out a boatload of different reasons. The team's fatigued. Um, they're just not as not as good of a team as maybe the Hurricanes. Maybe they're not as good of a playoff team. You know, you can throw these out there. At the end of the day, I do feel like the Devils, in some degrees, their pride is on the line going into these next two games because even if the Devils are not able to go on and win this series, you don't want to continue to get embarrassed like that and go out on a whimper. And again, I'm not here to tell you that this series is over because it's not. Because the next two games, games three and games four, are at the Rock. The Devils could easily find their game in games three and four. And by the time we hit Wednesday of this upcoming week, the series is tied at two games apiece and it becomes a best of three series, just like we had against the Rangers. Now, the Devils don't have a home ice advantage, and that proved out to be um, a good thing for the Devils as that series progressed in the first round. But the Devils are also a top two road team this year. They've won games on the road in the playoffs, and there's nothing saying they can't do it again. Obviously, they'll still have um, you know, two more chances if they have to get to that point. Um, but it's going to have to start with feeding off the home crowd in game three and getting the first goal and turning that momentum right in your favor right away. Because Carolina's looking at it like, we have bullied this Devils team through two games, and there's nothing saying we can't do it two more times and move forward, right? And my good buddy Kyle Manifold, who's uh, with me on the live watch-alongs on THPN's YouTube channel, um, which, by the way, if you haven't checked those out yet, I highly recommend. A lot of fun. I try to do all the Devils games as I can um, during these playoffs, and Kyle's with me to the very end. So make sure you hang out with us if you don't have an opportunity to watch the game or if you want to just get a little bit different uh, broadcast than what you're hearing on the radio or even on national TV. Would love to have you guys hang out with us. Um, but I remember Kyle was saying to me that – the hardest win for any team is that fourth win. And Carolina's looking at it like we still have two more games that we have to win. And the old saying goes, a series is never really over until a team loses a game at home. And if the Devils do drop one of these two games, it's hard for a lot of us to believe that this team can come back um, at that point, knowing that, they the Hurricanes will play two of the final three games of the series in Carolina. But I just want to end on this because 
to me, honestly, it's not worth going through the game. There's nothing much to recap other than the fact that the Devils had a really solid first 10 minutes of this game. It felt like they figured it out. And then the final 50, they just went back to what they've struggled with since the series started and get blown out again. Um, but I want to finish on a positive note. I really, really want to say this to every Devils fan listening out there right now. That, and I said it in the last series, this Devils team at some point or another, every single time throughout this season, even in the playoffs, has answered the bell. When their backs are to the wall, eventually they figure it out. And I know that that may not always be the case. I recognize that. But again, this Devils team has constantly showed me that when they are down, they get up. They get up and they fight back. And the biggest good news for the Devils is that they're going home. And it's going to be 90 to 95% Devils fans. It's not going to be like when we played the Rangers. It's not going to be like that at all. So the Devils know that they're going to have a home ice advantage with their fans behind them, giving them that energy. And it's about going out there and grabbing it and using it to the best of your ability and riding on that momentum and riding on that energy. Because I think for the Devils, if they can get a couple of goals, you know, and win like maybe four to two, um, you know, just get a couple, a couple, three, four goals and win, I think the Devils will get their confidence back. I'm not saying that they don't have any confidence. I think they do have confidence and belief they can get back in the series, but it's certainly waning right now considering how the first two games went. Um, biggest news uh, going into this uh, game number three is the fact that Luke Hughes will indeed make his uh, playoff debut. He will play in the place of in replace of the injured Ryan Graves, um, who sustained an injury, I think, to his wrist uh, on that hit that he suffered from Jesper Faust in the second period. Um, so yeah, Luke Hughes is going to get an opportunity to play. And again, Lindy Rubs going with a little bit of a jolt of energy, trying to get some fresh legs in there at least. We'll see if maybe Brendan Smith gets a look. I don't know. I think considering how bad the defense has been, you know, it's not that outlandish to maybe consider putting Smith in as well, but we'll see. Um, the biggest question going in is what is Lindy Ruff going to do about the goaltending? We don't know. We don't know what he's planning on doing. Uh, he says he'll have a decision to make. And I think most likely we're going to find out either if the Devils do have a morning skate tomorrow, we'll know maybe by then. If not, when warm-ups start and whoever leads the team out on the ice will know. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not against putting Kira Schmid back in there because I think it, it could give him the opportunity to really bounce back because he had a really strong first period. And even like even as the Hurricanes were scoring, it still didn't feel like it was Schmidt's fault. He, he kept it to nothing for a long period of time, but the devil's defense just gave up on him. Uh, VTech in relief. I mean, obviously he got off to a really bad start in the Rangers series and hasn't started again since. And even in the relief appearances and granted, they've all been when we've been blown out, hasn't looked all that great. So unfortunately for the devil's goaltending is now becoming a question mark again, when it felt like for a while there, there was no question mark about the goaltending. Um, so there will obviously be some big changes that are going to have to be made and not just that, but also shaking up the lines. There's been talks about the devils may have two guys, uh, two defensemen on their power play. So I think that might actually be a good move, uh, for this team. 
And I think you get definitely have to switch up the lines. I think you have to really try to, you know, put a full court press on trying to figure it out on trying to get the right combination because the devils are still not finding the right consistent combination that is generating goals. And you, and the last thing I'll say is this, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt, Jack Hughes, Timo Meyer, Dougie Hamilton, Andre Pilat, the top guys, you have to get going. It's do or die now. You have to. Because otherwise, in the next couple of days, this season's going to be over. And I know this Devils team enough to know that they have too much pride to let it end that easily. And so I look at it like the Devils have to, if they're going to go down, they're going to go, they need to go down without a fight. You know, with, with a, you know, they can't go down without a fight is what I meant to say. Sorry. Uh, they need to have that mindset. And I still have confidence. I still believe that at any moment this Devils team can break out. I was just talking to the Kaniac Report here on THPN, which covers the Hurricanes. By the way, go check them out if you haven't already. And um, one of them said to me, yeah, I mean, we're still kind of waiting for the Devils to kind of you know, really showcase their offense again because they can do it at any moment. And it's right. The Devils can do that. So I know that this is a different beast of a team than what we faced in the first round, but it's still we're still down 2 nothing, and we got two games at home to get back in the series. So let's keep our heads up. And if anybody's going to the game uh, on Sunday, which I will be in attendance um, along with my girlfriend, uh, shout out to her. She actually was the one that um, was so kind enough to, uh, and she really obviously wants to go. Uh, we're going to be there. Um, 3.30 puck drop, kind of a random time, but nonetheless, 3.30 puck drop. Be there, guys, and be loud. And if you're not there, be loud watching the game wherever you are. And believe in this team because you know what? If there's any team that can come back and get right back in this series, it's this New Jersey Devils team. Devils fans, let's face it. With coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium auto at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. And there are three features with the Raycon wireless earbuds that I enjoy the most. Noise canceling, they are waterproof, and they also don't come out of your ears very easily. They stick onto them very, very well. And, you know, you could shake your head and everything and they stay in very firm. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and leg for quality, sound, and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you could pay as low as $18 at checkout. Yes, $18. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They also have over 50000 five-star reviews. And here are a list of some of the other major features. Three customizable sound profiles, 
earbud tap functions, awareness mode, custom gel tip for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit, crystal clear quality, water and sweat resistant, and eight hours of playtime in everyday earbuds. And if you want to get yourself a pair or a couple, here's what you do. You go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.